Hey, podcast listener. Are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to the She Thinks Big podcast, where you'll hear from women entrepreneurs who are doing good in the world, from spark to screw up to success. Thinking big is in their core. It's in yours and it's in mine. I've traveled to 50 countries and seven continents, done an Ironman, and co-founded a company that has generated millions of dollars for sustainability. My name is Geraldine Carter, and I'm delighted to share with you conversations and coaching with amazing women. Time to get inspired and grow your impact. All right, everyone. I'm here today to talk to you about up-leveling your mindset. There has been an upwelling of awareness in mainstream culture in the last 10 years about all things inner critic, inner dialogue, self-talk, mind talk, inner mean girl, all that. And it's awesome. And I still hear a lot of lies floating around in everyday common conversation, and I want to bring some of them up today in case you hear yourself saying any of these things, in case any of them sound familiar. You might have heard it said that our brains are like a giant supercomputer and that what we say to them is the code that they then run on. So whatever you're saying to yourself is the code that your brain uses to then make true. You also might have heard something like your thoughts inform your feelings, which inform your choices, which inform your actions, which lead to your results, which is how you create your life. Your thoughts inform your feelings, which inform your actions, your choices, and then your results, and that creates your life. So in short, your thoughts create your life, which is why it's really important to make sure that you're telling the truth and living your life based on truths rather than building your life on a scaffold of lies. So I'm going to run through a bunch of what I hear as lies hanging out there that go unchecked, and then I will tell you a truth or a couple of truths that you can replace it with. These truths you might think of as mantras, they might become mantras that you find useful. I'll throw out some suggestions. You put it in words that work for you. So number one, I'm behind. I'm so far behind. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. So of course, all these thoughts lead to things like stress, pressure, panic, fear, all self-imposed, right? And often followed by, I'll never catch up or I can't keep up, which creates more stress and more pressure. What follows then is that you tend to think less clearly because your brain spins in a panic and you paralyze yourself, which further exacerbates your quote-unquote feeling of being behind. I like to think of a long highway like I-90, which goes from Boston to Seattle. If you're in a car on that highway and you're in Minnesota, are you ahead or are you behind? Well, relative to other cars, you're both. But who cares? You are where you are. So the truth here is that I am where I am. I might be behind relative to where I wanted to be, and I'm also ahead of where I could have been. The simple truth is, this is where I am, absent of any judgment about it. Number two is, I'm always late. 
I run late. I'm always running behind. I can never be on time. If you always tell this to yourself, your brain is going to find a way to continue to make it true. It will do slippery little things like find more one thing to do before you get ready to go, or ignore that there's ice to scrape off of your windshield. It's going to find slippery little ways to make itself right, to make yourself late. So despite the fact that you have tons of evidence and data gathered over a lifetime to prove that you are always late and never on time, you can flip the script by telling yourself something like, I run on time. I show up on time. I get places five minutes early. I'm a person who is early. Tell yourself that so that you start to create that reality in your life. Number three is, I'm a judgmental person. I heard someone say this recently over beers, and then his wife confirmed it and said, yeah, he is a judgmental person. Now, not only does this person believe it for himself, but he also has somebody confirming its veracity. So he's got double work to do to turn this one around. Imagine if he replaced it with, I'm compassionate and forgiving. Imagine how different his life would be if he told himself that and ran on that script instead of, I'm a judgmental person. And imagine how people would show up differently in his life if he said to himself, I'm a compassionate and forgiving person. And imagine what their response would be to him. Number four is, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, which is so popular right now in our culture. It can create a heavy or a frenetic or a panicky kind of Tasmanian devil-like energy inside of you. If you want to flip the script, try something like, I take the time to do what's most important, and I take time to relax. I prioritize my family, my friends, my health, my work, and my playtime. I know what my priorities are. If you want to get off the I'm so busy treadmill, change what you say about how you use your time. Number five is, I don't belong. I don't fit in. Who decides who belongs and who doesn't? Do you always agree? Would everyone agree with you about whether or not you belong or whether or not you fit in? Belonging is for you. It's on the inside. And when you can belong inside yourself, you can belong anywhere in any situation. Same goes for number six. I don't deserve it. That great thing that happened, I don't deserve that. That terrible thing that happened, I don't deserve that. Just like belonging, who decides? Who deserves what and when? Would everyone agree with you? Stick with the facts. This is what happened, or this did not happen. I wanted it to happen and it didn't, or I didn't want it to happen and it did. The question of deserving is really slippery. We don't really know who deserves what. It's not really up to us to know or decide who deserves what and when. And the thing about deserving and thinking you did deserve it or didn't deserve something is that it keeps you in a powerless state. It keeps you from choosing what's next because you're in a harumph about it's not fair. Number seven, I'm trying. <laughs> we all know Yoda's quote, do or not do, there is no try. Let's do a little experiment. Whatever you have in your hand right now, try to set it down. Go ahead and try to set it down. Are you trying? Try and set it down. Try, 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 try. Try and set it down. Are you setting it down? If you set it down, then you set it down. You didn't try to set it down. You actually set it down. If you didn't set it down, you didn't try. You simply didn't set it down. Do or not do, there is no try. The other thing about this is that the brain wants to be right. So if you tell it you're trying to do something, it will keep you from actually doing it. Because once it's done, you're no longer trying. So for the person who says to you they're trying to lose weight, are they actually losing weight? No, you're either losing weight or you're not. And you can hear the difference in intention with the person who says, I'm losing weight, this is what I'm doing right now, versus the person who says I'm trying to lose weight, which actually kind of sounds like they're not losing weight. Same goes for the person who says to you, I'm going to meet you at eight, and they say, I'll try and be there on time. How confident are you they're going to be on time? 
you can hear the level of commitment in their voice in trying. It's kind of like they're saying, I'm telling you I'm going to try to be on time because I know it's the right thing to say, but actually I know I'm going to be late. Do or not do. There is no try. Number eight is anything including the words I feel like. I feel like is not a feeling. It's a thought. More often than not, it's a belief. I feel like a fraud. I feel like a failure. I feel like I can never get it right. I feel like no one cares. I feel like you should have known better. I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. All these are thoughts that exist in your head. And this throwaway phrase is a real problem in our culture right now because it sure sounds like a feeling. And we're all told that feelings are real. So anything feeling like, therefore, must also be real. So this feeling like phrase has, when we say that I feel like, it gives it a veracity it simply doesn't have. So these are thoughts and beliefs in your head. And typically, they're lies that you're telling yourself and believing. If you feel like going to the movies or if you feel like a cookie, it's still a thought that you want a cookie or that you want to go to the movies. So really, it's no wonder that so many people are so confused about how they feel because we add this corrupting phrase to the mix. So many of us have lost touch with how we actually feel inside our beings and inside our bodies. We think our thoughts are our feelings when they're not. It's why when you hear me coaching people on air and they say they feel something, I tell them to describe it so that I could feel it. Because so many of us are busy either ignoring or not accessing deeper parts of ourselves that we have a hard time knowing anymore how we feel in certain moments. So you might have heard me in episode 11 asking Jamie Slutsky to describe radiance. She said she could feel it in her belly and it grows up into her heart. Awesome, right? You can imagine feeling that. But if somebody tells you they feel like a fraud, what does that actually feel like? Where is that feeling? No, it's actually a thought in your head. I'm telling myself I'm worried that I'm a fraud and people are going to find me out. It's a thought in your head. So if you're not sure if what you're experiencing is a thought or a feeling, see if you could describe the sensation that you're having to somebody else so they could feel it. That way you'll know you'll be able to distinguish your thoughts from your own feelings. Number nine, I feel good or I feel bad. These are judgments and they give you very little information. Get more descriptive than good or bad. And who says that sad is a bad feeling? Sometimes I feel sad. Like when my parents come to visit and then they leave, I feel sad. And I like that I feel sad. I mean, admittedly, okay, maybe sometimes I feel a little bit happy that they're gone, (laughs) but I also feel really sad because I miss them and I want to feel sad. I'm happy that I feel sad about my parents having left after a visit. And do you only want to feel good all the time? Is that really a rich life experience? No, (laughs) no. The Buddha says life comprises 10,000 joys and 10,000 sorrows. May you experience them all. Number 10 is I know what's going to happen. I know how this is going to go he's going to do this, she's going to do that, here's how this is going to play out. We may have done something a million times and it's always gone a certain way, but that doesn't mean that we know that it's going to happen the exact same way this time. We tend to think that we know what's going to happen, but really we don't. And when we're certain that things are going to happen a certain way, we tend to create that prophecy, right? Self-fulfilling prophecy. So pay attention to the little thoughts that you have in your head that forecast with certainty your knowledge of what's going to transpire because you really don't know how things are going to play out. And when we do get into imagining and kind of worrying about how things are going to play out or insisting we know how things are going to play out, we tend to create the very thing that we don't want. We create the feeling that we don't want in the future in the now. So what you can say instead is this is what's happened before and I'm open to things being different this time. All right, ladies, that was 10 lies and 10 ways out of your lies. You know me, no BS around here. So why is this important? Why am I sharing all this with you? Because the brain that you have in the morning before work is the very same brain that you bring to work. It doesn't flip into a different mode at 9 a.m. and flip out of that mode at 5 p.m. 
It's the very same brain. And I see my clients sometimes tripping themselves up with the way they have things framed, with the perspectives that they have around what's possible and what's not possible. I hear them telling themselves some of the very same lies that I've shared with you today, and I see it slowing them down in their businesses. If something I said today resonated with you and you want to find out more about how to work with me, go to my website, shethinksbigpodcast.com and click on the work with me tab. Tell me what you think was interesting in the Facebook group. I'd love to hear from you. You can search it on Facebook, She Thinks Big. All the other ways you can find me are in the outro. And speaking of outro, I'm out. I'm going skiing. If you want to find out more about the She Thinks Big podcast or hear previous episodes, head on over to my website, shethinksbigpodcast.com. And of course, I want to know what you're thinking big about. I hope you'll share in the She Thinks Big Facebook group. I love hearing from listeners because here in my studio, all I hear is crickets and my meowing cats. Thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please do leave me a raving five-star review. You can write to me at Geraldine at SheThinksBigPodcast.com. And if you want to send a tweet, I'm at Geraldine Carter. You've been listening to She Thinks Big. See you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.